Simon and Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek: The Next Generation. Today's topic is going to be uh, reviewing Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show on Disney+. Plus. I haven't seen it. You have to describe well, it to me. I'm going to have to describe it to you. So, yep. it's like that episode of TNG when mm-hmm. Wesley and Picard got stuck on that desert planet with that dude. Mm-hmm. And they were shooting that crystal that killed them. That's the that's the. Oh yeah, I remember on. that episode. That's the yeah. one. That's the one where Wesley goes off to Starfleet Academy. Yeah, and they get like crushed, <clears throat> they crash on the way there. Basically, yeah. That's that's then, that's uh, Obi Wan Kenobi the show. The entire five episodes. Yeah, that that's when he fully earns Picard's respect. Yeah. And uh, and they become best friends. You're not a little shit anymore. I was wrong. You're not a little bitch. It wasn't actually just because your mom is the doctor of the ship that you're on the ship. It's not actually, it's actually just that I good. want to fuck your mother that you're on the ship. <laughs> and then actually I realized... a good little boy. And then he patted him yeah. on the head. Yeah, and then I realized I could never have sex with her because the ghost is just too good for her. She can't get rid of that ghost dick. Yeah, I give the, the penis, I give the Obi Wan Kenobi show a mm-hmm. short Vader of a tall Vader. I'm As gonna give rating. it. I'm gonna give it seven lightsabers out of nine. <laughs> Why nine? Um, each lightsaber is a different metric, different color. That too. Nice. Do we have an equivalent of like lightsaber colors in Star Trek? Like the uniforms, but they don't correlate. Like rank, I guess, right? Because admirals are always like those are dickheads. not equivalent. Those aren't equivalent to lightsaber colors at all. But they're dickheads, right? They're like they the red lightsabers it's because not, they're evil. I, no, because you got, you don't. <clears throat> it's not like in Star Wars you don't upgrade to red lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, you, you just do. have no. You just have the red lightsaber when you're evil. No, yeah, exactly. So like, uh, you but know, there's Anakin. A, but there's a but there's a hierarchy to the to the ranks in Star Trek. They aren't lightsaber yeah. colors. You don't yeah, just but... go. Oh, I'm kind of more of a uh, of a of a lieutenant, and then you just become <laughs> a lieutenant immediately. You got to rank up to it. Well, that would have been. It's not uh... equivalent at all. But you I'm know, sorry, you, you switch you from one to the other, like when you become that thing, right? You're like, you're yeah, you but it's a linear Anakin progression. Had a, Anakin, Anakin had a blue lightsaber, and then he became a Vader, and and uh, your and change of lightsaber color is based on like the of your emotional state and where you yeah. are. But the uh, but the ranks are a linear progression system. No, it isn't because you had the the Picard the the. The Picard, the 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 cringe Picard, when he 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 doesn't take risks and he becomes a little little bitch science officer, right? And yeah, he's I, like an ensign, you know. Yeah, because he was a little bitch, so he didn't go up the linear progression ranking of the fucking military. 
Yeah, but it's still it's that's within, not the same at all. When you change ha- lightsaber color and stuff, it's because you're like, oh, I'm I'm becoming more of an asshole, so I'm red now. It's not, <laughs> oh, I'm becoming, oh, oh, I've proven myself, so now I get the red lightsaber. It's yeah, different. But you, you get the admiral rank and you go insane. <laughs> you do go insane when you get the admiral rank, but it's not. It does. It's not the equivalent of a red lightsaber. You become the most corrupt motherfucker in the entirety of Federation. <laughs> That's what happens, you know. I don't it, think there is a lightsaber it, equivalent. Absolutely, there is. And the lightsaber I equivalent, though. You what? And our viewers are gonna gonna discuss that in the comments, and they're gonna say that you're right, Max. It is the ranks are just like the lightsaber colors? The lightsaber that. equivalent is: um, do you use the little phaser or the big phaser? Oh, would you mean like the two-handed, like razor yeah. rifle? Yeah, nice. the one that's the one that serves no purpose, I guess. Yeah, it's got more battery. Yeah. It's, yeah, got, it's more, got more ba- more juice in it. <laughs> you could use it for longer. Yeah, it's it's more accurate. Uh, I like the uh, when Kira is explaining to the what was she called? Remember Garrick's future wife, child wife. I can't remember her name. The one and that changed actress like fifteen times. Fifteen times, and she's like, yeah, the, Carta- the Kardashian phaser rifles she's are like less complex, but they're more resilient. Mm. It's just really funny because they're like definitely yeah like doing an equivalence of like AK four like Cardassians are using the equivalent of an AK forty seven in Star Trek universe. While she's like, "Wow, the Federation phasers! They have all these gizmos and stuff," and they're like, "Oh, this is supposed to be like the M 16s you know." I the- uh, I don't know anything about guns. Yeah, I know. I know as much That's about what- guns as I know about the fictional phasers. About Star Trek? Yeah, well, I know, I feel, no, I know more about Star Trek than I know about guns. Mm-hmm. But we know what's the best weapon, right, in the entirety of Star Trek. Uh, the, the, um, that weird poison glove that they use in season one of TNG. Yeah, th- yeah, totally. Not, on, the, not on, the... The, on the racist tribal planet. <laughs> I was thinking more of the Ferengi... Noodle, the pool noodle, noodle. the electric pool noodle. pool noodle. Those are pretty good. Electric. I like the I like the spiky poison gauntlet that they fight with. Um, hello and yeah. welcome to Dead Ensigns, a podcast <laughs> about Star Trek. Um, I'm Ben. This is Max. Yep. Say hello. Hi. I say yep. But there's also we have a producer here, right? Our producer. No, Chris. I'm I'm. I hadn't told you yet, but I'm sorry to say that <clears throat> um, yesterday at 8.45 a.m. Grimulak was found dead in a Miami hotel room. Um, he had overdosed on ketamine, um, which is oh, extra poisonous shit. to his his species. Um, and unfortunately, Grimulak is no longer here with us. Oh my god, how much, how did he fit all that ketamine in his tiny mouth? He's only three foot tall, and he's like an aardvark kind of thing, so yeah. Yeah, I I can't believe that we would have still do the show, even though he died yesterday. He would have wanted us to. And also, we need to get the news out there, so... Yeah, Um, you can look at Craig's list for our... uh, yeah, we need oh, uh, another. We need another third now. 
Yeah, you need a, a, a little ad and producer on dead ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Producer needed, yeah. wanted, Taking must, must be three foot tall and blue. And also must be alien, different species. To they, they need to be three foot tall because they need to be able to fit into like my cupboard where I keep all the equipment <laughs> that they use. <laughs> a little tiny like yeah. sound box that you have. Yeah, 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 exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me, nice. I gotta clear my throat a little bit sometimes. Um, rest in peace, Grumulac. Rest in peace, Grumulac. Um, you were kind of a little bitch, but you know, yeah. we'll let that slide today. Of they all did, days, they did uh, bury him in a shoebox, didn't they? It was pretty sad. What shoeboxes do you know that are three foot tall? <laughs> Multiple shoeboxes stuck together to make a little coffin. Uh, they put him in like a one of those tiny child coffins. Oh no! All they could get, they could get on such short notice. Um, short. So Grimulac's dead. Um, we won't be hearing from him ever again, or his funny sound effects. Um, that I uh, now I don't have to edit them in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. But also on top of that, what is also dead is our our original format. Fuck the watch along format <laughs> I don't want to talk about I don't want to it's, it's, having to read through a synopsis and stuff and be like oh here's this this plot point and this plot I don't want to do that yeah From it now was on, pretty insane we'll watch like a couple episodes a week and we'll have like a five minute segment where we talk about it <laughs> we'll just we'll yeah. just we'll just sh- shoot the shit and be like, oh, this fuck it, these episodes of Discovery were bad. These episodes yeah. of Discovery were good. This happened. That was pretty funny. And then and then we'll move on and talk about other bullshit instead. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, I kind of I never actually told you, but it was it is pretty funny that it would actually take you longer to listen to our podcast than to watch Discovery. It would. It would, and you wouldn't gain anything. If you wouldn't any gain any new insight on the episode. Yeah, you would have like, actually. Uh, it's a complete waste of time. Yeah, exactly. But you listen to us talk about like, um, what if Molly, the caveman, stuck around longer? Yeah. Now, now, like, now we're cooking. And you're like, mm, yeah, mm, what would have happened? If that what would have happened? That would have. Yeah. You know what? I could imagine quite the antics if that would have happened. <laughs> yeah. So from now on, there's no more uh, bridge talk. It's all bridge talk, I guess. It's all just it's all bridge talk. And like I don't know, in terms of metrics, I guess technically these ones are the ones that have done a bit better. But a you know, it's better. it's still early anyway, so it's hard to tell whether that's just based on friends and family listening or whatever. So you know, we'll just do it this way from now on. It's it's. Um... You know, maybe after we both die, you know, this podcast is going to pop off after 20 years, you know. Um, we'll I'd like to think to so, yeah. but nobody would be paying the Podbean subscription, so <laughs> they'd probably just kind of go. Just attach like a credit ether. card to it and... Even if we, if if we die, that credit card is gonna get maxed out in like twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Do and they not close the... credit cards when you die? Uh, maybe they would, but you know, they forget. They have so many credit cards at the bank. So many people have credit cards. How are they gonna notice this one credit card being maxed out while 
the person that was is dead yeah. a long time for a long time. Do you, you think? Um, do you think in the Star Trek universe, other other species like learn about the the podcast from Earth, and then they started their own podcasts? Yeah, definitely. Because it's a very <laughs> alluring thing to start a podcast. You kind of look at it like maybe I could, maybe I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, I could, I could do that. Talk it's easy. It's very non-committal. Yeah, you just yeah. talk for like an hour. Dead Ferengi. They're gonna be a, a Dead Ferengi podcast. Should be a Dead Falcon podcast. Why? Why do dead, they all have dead. to have the prefix "dead"? Because we because have them. They're, they're, yeah, because they're copying out a <clears throat> podcast. Very egotistical of you. Yeah, no, what would you mean? Like Joe Rogan, Joe Ferengi. Oh yeah, because Joe... I love I love listening to all my podcasts. Like last Joe Rogan on the left. <laughs> yeah, uh... my favorite. <laughs> yeah, my favorite Cardassian murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how never got into that one. I listened to a couple episodes. I was like, no, nah, that's one kind of. Sense. Yeah, it's just like I know that the guy did it because that's the that's the way the Cardassian system works. Is whoever's guilty, they're guilty, and that's yeah. the only time they get prosecuted is when they're guilty. <laughs> I bet the Cardassians would fucking love true crime. Oh my god, they would they like would love it. <laughs> It's clear that he did it. Just put him in jail. Just execute yeah. him. <laughs> because yeah. it would be constant twists and turns. They would hear the first uh, the first suspect and they'd be like, oh, okay, that's the guy who did it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, no, actually it was this guy. They'd be like shocked every single time. Yeah, exactly. And also and because they're assholes. <laughs> it's a big the, one. The, that yeah. helps. Maybe they, although maybe he would, they wouldn't like it because they would be angry at the fact that like... The way like human justice system works, where there's like you know you do have to go to court, and you know there has to be evidence, you know, and you know people get away with things, and they'll be like, oh, just just execute them all, you know. <laughs> this could this episode could have been ten minutes if they just gone, they arrested him, prosecuted him, and then just executed him. <laughs> yeah. True, you know. but at the same time, I feel like they would enjoy the fact that people are just killing each other. Oh, cool! And also, yeah. um, it's the tw- I feel like they'd get into the twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think Cardassians would love true crime. Would Vulcans would be like, I knew from the beginning who did this or whatever, and they would be like, This, this is logical, logical outcome of the case. Yeah, of course is- he did it. He was the murderer. I figured it out immediately. Yeah, it only took me ten minutes <clears throat> listening to this podcast to figure out. Who Based did on it. the intonation of the of the host's voice, I could tell that they would end up being the perpetrator of the crime. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I didn't even I... have to listen to the crime itself. I just knew that this person was going to do something. I could tell yeah. by the shape of their skull that. Do you think they'd? Do you think Vulcans would have a phrenology phase? Oh my god. I don't. I, this is a legit question. I don't think so, right? Because, like, I don't know. I reckon there would be a subset of Vulcans, and maybe they'd be the Vulcan equivalent of like flat earthers. Mm-hmm. But they would be trying very hard to prove that phrenology, like, is accurate.
but like we know that phrenology doesn't make sense though right we know flat earth doesn't make any sense yeah this is the thing but it's a but it's a kind of bullshit science that is that uh that that cloaks itself in in seeming logical you know it's about a predetermination you know yeah, but then there would be into. I I would more likely think that there would be into like eugenics rather than yeah, I guess. Uh, phrenology, right? Because yeah, like all of those, we know things. that there is no like correlation between like shape of skull, you know, mm-hmm, and like. Mm-hmm. But we like people can draw on, like the DNA and stuff like that to be like, oh yeah, only if like the best of our kind actually breed, they will. We will be the best that we can, you know. Yeah, like you can. I feel like that could be like or like evil logic sort of thing, you know. I think Klingons would be the like, ironically, kind of the least racist science using species. Yeah, because it's just like I'll just kill you. Yeah, I I don't care. It's just like I'm stronger than you physically, so Mm -hmm. I'm able to kill you. I have a batleth, and you don't, so it doesn't doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. just cut your head off. It's fine. Yeah, I know it's... you're weaker because you're of a different race than me. That's all <laughs> oh, I need. Shit. That's all they uh, need. That's all they need. Yeah. God damn species. It. I don't know. What species? Yeah, like would it be? Would you? It wouldn't be the word race, would it? It'd be species, right? Yeah, it would be species. Because I guess. Yeah. They would have, or no, like, it would I be guess race. Andorians. No, no, you would no, have, no, no, no. If you no, had no, Andorians, no. then yeah. you would have the blue ones, and then you had the white ones. The, no, like, it would be race. It would be race. Like, no, it would be that, race. Would it be race? Yeah, because they're all descendant from the the same nondescript smooth alien. Remember? Oh yeah, I forgot about it. the same makeup that they used for like, uh, you Lal. know, Data's daughter. Yeah, Lal. yeah, yeah. They were like, no, Yo, Lal what, was what? way creepier. Lal was yeah. way more disgusting. Yeah, because she wasn't wearing any clothes while she was walking around with... No, but also she was fucking just generally creepier. She looked disgusting. Gender, female. Gender, Theo male. just made the most disgusting creature he could, and he was like, this is my daughter. <laughs> but then she, she, she picked the way she, she looked. But then she became beautiful. Beautiful. And didn't she fall in love with somebody? No, I don't think some, so. Or right? some, some, but there was some aspect of romance to Lal. Yeah, she didn't she like uh, tend the bar and tend forward for like a bit. Oh yeah, and she wanted Riker, to. Riker was it? Was I it think Riker? it was Riker. It's usually Riker. It's usually Riker. Everybody wants to bone down with Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I was gonna say maybe it was Geordie, but I didn't remember. No, Geordie jo- would never get to actually bang anybody on the show. No, but he'd want to. <laughs> He'd probably be like, Lal, I would never want to have sex with her. That's Data's daughter. Also, she looks disgusting. But then he would be the very first one to try and have sex with her. Yeah. He he, would look, they would go into, like, Data would walk into, like, the holodeck while Jordy is in it. And he notices that he's, like, on a date with Lal. Yeah. Or something. He's like, what are you doing? It's not even the Jordy. real Lal either. It's just a holodeck Lal. Yeah, it's a, holo- a holodeck Lal. 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 Yeah, because yeah, he, he has to. He The only thing that he gets to bone is a bunch of photons in the shape mm-hmm. of a human or a, or a thing, you know? Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Huh? No, 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 nothing. I was just thinking, um, 
how much we're shitting on Jordy. We always <laughs> shit on Jordy. Yeah, Jordy gets a bit shafted when it comes to TNG anyway. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't get, like, it's the unfortunate thing of being a black actor on the show, except for, like, DS9, of course. But, like, you have uh, Enterprise and the Hellsman, what is he called? The Hellsman on the Enterprise. Enterprise, oh, Malcolm. No, not Malcolm. No, Malcolm was the armor. Michael? No. no. Muck. Mm. Fuck. Star Trek. Look it up. Hey, so I'm gonna look it up real quick. It's uh, it's not even on the like the beginning on Google. Where are you? His thing oh, was uh, doing Travis. Extreme, Travis. His thing was Tra- doing sports and then getting injured. Yeah, he was that happened like, to him like four times. How can I do rock climbing and then he falls down? cracks yeah. his leg and that half, happened know? to him like four times before he even got like a proper episode about himself yeah and you had Jordy, and he had like a couple of episodes the thing but with nothing Jordy, that i wouldn't say that Jordy got shafted i feel like for the time he it, it was pretty good yeah but it's just the episodes with him haven't aged too well yeah they yeah. kind of make him look a, bit, a little too pathetic in retrospect yeah like you you have the the, the holodeck hologram woman one. You have the hologram woman. You also have him taking a woman on a holographic date, and he is it's like lame because he's not doing anything. He doesn't know anything about her. He's just like, oh, I'm gonna take you to the most romantic beach, and the ro- most romantic song will be playing. Willie, the most romantic food, and it's <laughs> like, Jordy, you suck. You have no personality. <laughs> At the end of the day, you don't have anything for somebody to love. Oh, that's what the goggles. episode was about. She didn't like it. She wasn't into him in the end. His visor. He, he has his visor. his visor. He can see in heat. Yeah, and he you can, can see, see when you turned on chronograms or whatever. Some bullshit. <laughs> chronograms. Chrono. Chron- what's for the fucking time particle in that show? Uh, not not tachyons, right? Is no, that not the one that you no. think of. Right? No, no, not tachyons. It's like Chrono something. Remember the, because you remember they had the 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 uh, in Voyager they had the race of aliens that used like time missiles. Oh yeah, I know which one. Yeah, I I don't remember what it was called. But... <clears throat> so you needed to have shields that just defended against it, and then their missiles yeah. did fucking like nothing. Yeah, it was such a weird episode. Like there was a two part. Right, the, there was, was the Kes- No, that was the Kes going back in time one. Oh yeah, because but the, the thing two, is no, that the two part no, no. was the one where the guys reset the universe like every time. Yeah, but that's linked. You know, they were the same. She they were the same guys. The same it's just like, they were different. They were like using, They were doing different things. It was because Ikes went back in time, told them about them using those. Uh, uh, she warned those them like when you get to the missile. the bad year or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You need and to it, shield against cro- chrono missiles, chronological <laughs> missiles, chronology missiles, and then and then they did. She went all the way back to being a baby, and then grew up again. Oh yeah, she she witnessed her own birth yeah. in that episode. <laughs> and then uh, and then a couple seasons later, after Kess left, they actually ran into ran into them. Yeah, um, except they were doing something different. 
They were like resetting the universe every time to try and get to the perfect timeline where their enemies are beaten and also everybody survived on their planet. Everybody survives and the dude is like, uh, uh, we got back to a timeline that's like 98%. So this is 99.8% accurate. Accurate. And he's like, well, is this one colony like alive? Is my wife and daughter alive? No. No. Not again. (laughs) It's going again until we get that, you know? Yeah. That was. uh, uh, It's It's cool. That was a rough episode. That was like a. It had had Red from um, That 70s Show in it. Yeah. And also from Robocop. Yeah. And uh, you had uh, Chicote get uh, Stockholm syndrome. Him and Tom Paris were captured by the aliens, and Tom Paris was like, "We gotta, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get them to reset it back to how it used to be." But Chicote was like, "No, you don't understand the science. The guy is actually a genius." Yeah, maybe we can use this to get back to the Alpha. Yeah, we can. We can actually do what he's doing as well. Yeah, and it's Chicote gonna work is like eventually. Doing maths. <laughs> He's like, I gotta work this out. <laughs> These calculations aren't actually that complex. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Chicote. Uh, Chicote gets. Uh, he gets. Let's see. What? Let's talk about Chicote because Chicote is a controversial character when it comes to like uh, Native American representation in the show and in Voyager specifically and the. The fact that the dude that got hired on to be like the Native American expert was just like a white dude, white dude that was pretending to be a Native yeah. American man, and he got ousted before they even got hired him onto the show. So it is really rough when it comes to like this idea of like this is just made up bullshit, you know, yeah. that he's doing. Okochimoya. That my spirit, that, that my spirit animal guide well, me. Well, hey, you know, um, the the aliens came down and bestowed upon the Native American their their natural curiosity, curiosity and inquisitiveness, <laughs> yeah. which eventually led to their downfall at the hands of the Europeans. The Europeans, yeah. If it weren't for their natural curiosity, <laughs> the Europeans wouldn't have abused them. These guys are too curious. We gotta kill them. Too goddamn curious. They're too trusting. <laughs> yeah, that's such a weird thing to include, though. Like the idea a very that strange episode. They meet like this race of aliens, and they're like, "Yeah, we like made your culture, basically." Yeah. You know. And Chakotay keeps having like ancestral memories. Yeah, he's got like the flashbacks to his dad. Yeah, there's like, he's the, like no, there's like the you remember the the hawk like flying around and stuff. Oh yeah, he does. But and he also gets like, like oh, the flashbacks to his dad. Yeah, that's a different episode though. I think. Are you sure? No, no, no. It's yeah, the same episode because yeah, he's there like uh, Chakotay is all like a teenager and he's like, Dad, I don't care about all this Native American. Why do we need to do all stuff? this? We have rep- food replicators. Yeah, it's just like you know. I don't you need know, to learn how to survive in the wilderness. With them. I can just get teleported to a Ritz Carlton. <laughs> Jesus, okay. From wherever I am, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and and yeah, he's like so like mad about it. But then his dad dies, and yeah. he realizes that it was All one of the ways late. his dad wanted to bond with him. Bond with him. 
Yeah. And he ignored it. He got felt bad. That's why he got the tattoo. Not you because you realize like... that kind of stuff too late, don't you? What? You always realize that kind of stuff too late, don't you? Yeah, exactly. That's the tragedy that's, of it. That's why we don't know anything about Gromulac's culture yeah, or that's even why what species he is, to be honest. I learned one thing about Gromulac's culture. Yeah. You don't, Do you want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They eat poop. Oh. Yeah. But like their own poop? Or yeah, like no, other they species? eat their own poop. Oh. They don't need to either, they just do it. It doesn't serve any biological purpose. Yeah, I've heard that the, it's the, the thing they, they do. They actually cut when they found Gromulac, they found him covered in shit and ketamine at the same time. Yeah, it was gross. It was. And they did an gross. autopsy. They opened up his stomach, and there was nothing inside except <laughs> ketamine and poop. It was disgusting. I hated him. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Sick of that dude. <laughs> Emergency people are like gagging. They're like. Ugh. It was, like that, uh, it was like that one lady who who had a stench so bad in the hospital that people were fainting. Oh, yeah. Because their and then they made, like, body was rotting or something like that. And then they made that one uh, one short about it in, uh, in Memories. The stink bomb. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Remember in uh, the, 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 the Otomo like, anime anthology movie? Oh yeah, the f- Stink yeah. Bomb. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then it's like, "Oh yes, the the the, the anthology." Yeah. yeah, that was a good. That was a really fun one. It's fun like one. this entire army like trying, trying to, to stop this dude. Yeah, it was good. He stuck um, too much. Anyway, who do you think smells the most in Star Trek? It doesn't have to specifically be a race. It can be like a <laughs> be like a single person. I mean, we know Me that likes- the humans apparently smell a lot. Yeah. So humans could be the smelliest. Yeah. Like, mm. the, the Falcons had to use a numbing agent on their, like, nose to be able to actually withstand human smell. Yeah. But do you think that their smell might have changed before, like, throughout the years from, like, the first time that humans got into space to, like, you know, like, TNG era or, like, you know, so that... No, the way the they... Vulcans talked about it was like an inherent... It's like the oils that we produce. <laughs> the our, oils. our skin oils and stuff that, like... Yeah. It's our general greasiness that the Vulcans hate. <laughs> Whenever a human works on, like... Is on a Vulcan ship, they just, like... Vulcans just hate how we leave, leave like, greasy fingerprints on all they their, like, screens do. and stuff. Probably completely despise it. Yeah, there's a dedicated Vulcan that walks behind the human and washes every screen that is being touched by them. Yeah, the disinfector. Yeah, it's yeah. a. It, it, it was invented. That that role was made specifically for humans. No other race does that. Yeah. Mm. Oh God. Um, I think the Kazon probably smell the worst. The Kazon. They've got, like, matted hair and stuff. They do, because they're, like... They're, like, grimy. They're, like, grimy, right? They're, like, really... Like, their ships are made of scrap, and, like, they're, like, Mm -hmm. really... Like, I I, I still think that Neelix smells the worst, to be honest. You know, like... Especially, Mm. you remember when he... The first episodes where Neelix was, like, introduced, and he's, like... 
I hadn't had a bath in five years. I only used sand. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to him in, like, a bubble bath that he made in his quads. Mm. You know? Yeah, Neelix probably did smell. Yeah. Neelix probably only smelt for a bit, though. I reckon he got really into it because he loved Alpha Quadrant uh, culture. culture. So he probably got really into, like, Alpha Quadrant soaps and stuff. Yeah. He got into essential oils. He would have loved essential oils. These are my Neelix oils. <laughs> Remember how they, like, uh... I remember how they were like, Neelix, you are now the official ambassador to the Gamma Quadrant. Yep. We're going to contact you for updates on the Gamma Quadrant. Yeah, like with the only survivors of your Not race. Not the Gamma on, Quadrant, like, I'm say the Delta Quadrant. The Delta Why do I keep quadrant. saying Del- Gamma Quadrant? It's, that's um, DS9. That is um, DS9. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I don't think that's how being an ambassador works, to be honest. because it's. Not, cause it's no. Because it's more like the people themselves send an ambassador, right? Like, you meet a race in the, mm. uh, uh, not Gamma Quadrant, what is it? Uh, Delta. Delta Quadrant, and they go like, all right, here's an ambassador, right? This is a Herogen ambassador or whatever, mm. you know? It's not you go like, this is the ambassador that we're sending, right? I guess he was more, was he, he was a Delta Squad, uh, a Delta Squad. Uh, Delta Quadrant ambassador, he would have been more as an Alpha Quadrant ambassador for the Delta Quadrant, rather, right? Because yeah, they, I think that's probably more accurate. More accurate, but they they said that he was like, yeah, you're the ambassador for the yeah, Delta you're going to tell us all about the Delta Quadrant. And then there was that point where they got as far as Neelix ever went. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, oh, I'm never going to be useful to the to the Voyager again. Yeah, they're <laughs> going like, to throw I... me out. He fi- he finds his like other f- like his friend, yeah. and he like goes like, okay, come on, let's let's do this one drug deal, and I'll give you these maps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get idea. caught immediately. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Neelix get doesn't Neelix like kill somebody too, like during the drug bust? <laughs> I think somebody dies. I don't think Neelix kills anybody. Yeah. But I guess Neelix kills somebody inadvertently by causing the problem in the first place. Definitely, because he was like, Oh, I really wanted to be useful to the Voyagers. I didn't want you to kick me out. Yeah. And Jamie was like, Neelix would never get rid of you. And he was like, Oh, You're my bestest little friend. You're my pet, Neelix. You're actually my pet. I would never get rid of my dog. I love being your dog, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch me behind the ear. Oh, no. That was pretty funny when I was playing Disgusting. that Star Trek Voyager game. It was oh, the yeah. Elite Force games. And you had, like, the Voyager that you can walk around on. Yeah. Like, that was cool. Like, I was like, That's this neat. is cool. You can walk around all the decks and yeah. you can look at knee legs that looks worse than in the show. And... Yeah. And you get Tuvok with, like, a huge chin, like, square chin. you can talk to the chin. doctor himself. Yeah, you can talk to the doctor himself, and he's like, get out of my office. I don't have time you for you. You need to leave immediately. Immediately. Get out. And and then we, like, there was a morgue, and I walked to the, walked to the morgue, oh, yeah, and, and I opened one of out. the... And a guy walks out of one of the, like, fridges and just goes, ha, 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 and then walks away, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck That's weird. We need, to, we need to stream that. That'd be funny. 
Yeah. You got a stream. You get, you get to uh, do Captain Proton. You get to play a adventure of Captain Proton. Yeah. Which is what a game. Cool. what a game. It's insane. There's that's that was the first one. There's another one. There's uh, Elite Force Two. Which maybe is better in some way. Could maybe be. not. But Could yeah. Be. Uh, it is uh they like made like a specific unit, right? The Elite Force. Like it's like something made for the game. Like I don't think they have something like that in Voyager. Well, they would they? they wouldn't have anything like that on Voyager. It was a science vessel. Yeah, exactly. And so. they had the the only equivalent that you could find in Star Trek of something like that is the guys from fucking Enterprise. The SEAL what? Team 6. The SEAL Team 6 that was on their thing, which the is, Mikos? I don't know what the... Wacos. 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 Yeah, Waco is the Texas uh, compound that got raided. <laughs> the Makos. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, there were the Makos and uh, and and Malcolm had like that weird, like not weird, but like in the he, didn't had, go he anywhere. had sexual tension with the leader of the of the Makos. Yeah, and we were we were like we we're discussing that episode where they go, uh, they see the future, like the that's, future. Yeah, I said, I said that's the perfect episode to, in a very interesting way, introduce the first, like, gay character into Star Trek, I think it would have been interesting if Malcolm, like, they they were like, oh yeah, no, you never got married to anybody on the ship, or whatever. You got married, or you didn't get married to any woman on the ship, you got married, you got, you, you stayed with this guy. Yeah. And then he realizes, like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I am gay. Wait a minute. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it of makes course. so much sense makes so much sense i'm british i was (laughs) i was never able to woo a woman because i actually never liked women but then they had that one but then they had that one super straight episode where him and uh and tucker went on like a a bar crawl and tried to fuck as as many women as possible so yeah but they get caught immediately they get like fucking they get like tourists trapped immediately in the basement you know like it was embarrassing Pathetic. Uh, uh, what is she called? Uh, uh, Hoshi gets gets down though. She gets she 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 fucks that dude. That's like, what? do you remember Hoshi? She Which, she's yeah, like, do you, yeah, I remember Hoshi. What dude? Yeah, on that in that same episode, she 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 fucks on Riser. No, I don't remember that. The dude who's like, I got like this super complex language, and she's like, "Tell me more about your super complex language." I don't you know? remember this guy at all. Oh my god! I remember, I, uh, I remember Archer, um, and the <laughs> and his like uh, neighbor who also had a dog. Yeah, and she turned and out to be it. a Sulaban. <laughs> yeah, well, she was a Sulaban, but she was a good Sulaban. Sulabans are fucking stupid. Oh my god. Sulabons are so stupid. I can't believe that of all of the races to genetically engineer, the evil future people decided on the Sulaban. Yeah, it's like, we we laughed at it. We were like, how could they fuck up so badly? Like, you know, where they picked, like, the worst people to actually do this. Like, Mm -hmm. they're giving them them all these, like, genetic enhancements and shit and, like, technology from the future and stuff. And they can't fucking do it. They just can't do it. It's pathetic. It is insane. 
And they even like punish them, remember? Like the 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 main Saliban, they like remove his eyes because he he's like, Well, if you're fucking actually able to com- accomplish something, we'll give you these back, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god, the Enterprise and the Saliban and the, like it's so weird, like a Saliban and like the what they called the 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 what guys weapon of mass oh, destruction the people the zindi it's like al qaeda you mean al qaeda is it is interesting like uh, like maybe not the Saliban, but the zindi were interesting and stuff like as a concept of like this is like this federation basically of, of the the evil federation the evil federation the but then like humans literally like the 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 people that like one of the zindis they like become one of the funding, funding members of the federation, which is interesting and stuff yeah. like that. The the, the people well, that like they the, learned they were getting used. Yeah, the the, the like, guys oh, who wait. love oh, being wait. insulted. Yeah, that's the that's the the what were called. Wait, yeah, well, they weren't part of the Zindi. I'm pretty sure they were. No, they appeared before they started fighting. The Zindi. Ah, maybe yeah, maybe right. The but guys yeah. who who they, it's not that they love being insulted; they love complaining. Oh, their yeah, whole that's their whole social yeah. structure is based around complaints. Yeah, that's all what drives innovation. Just complaining. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, they weren't the Zindi. The Zindi were funny because it's like they were all so drastically different. They were like fucking eight different species of alien, all from the yeah. same planet. They were like no, or was it the same planet? Yeah. Okay, so it's they like, they destroyed uh, their planet because they were at war with yeah. each other. Yeah, there was like the bugs. You had the bugs. Like, you had the manatees. The manatees. You, you had, had the like... bird people. You had oh no, they killed all the bird people. The bird people were extinct. <laughs> but you had the, the lizard people. Real. You had the you had the monkey people. The monkey people and you had the um some other guys. Lizards? Didn't you have lizards? Yeah, didn't in I the say lizard? lizard? I think I said lizard. Oh, okay, yeah. Because there they, other guys. The Wasn't guys, there tree they... people? I think they were plant people. I don't remember. I know I that there was... Remember the episode... The episode of the lizard people from the Zindis that went... They ba- went back in time to collect blood? Oh, like yeah. Like in the 90s yeah, yeah, or something yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah, the time like travel the episode. And they find Travis Bickle. Yeah. They did find Travis. They got Travis Bickle to help them collect blood. <laughs> um, that, was a, that was like... They went back to... At the time, modern day, it was like early two thousand. Yeah, it? was it two thousand? Was it earlier? Okay, so. yeah, it was like, I think it was, and it was like the fucking world is a shithole, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it was like shit. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Actually, I think they did go back to the nineties. I was thinking of Voyager, where they went back oh. to to what was modern day then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, it was. Because that was guy who's, the who was stealing human technology, and that's why we're so advanced because he was using future tech. Yeah, because he was a hippie in the woods, and you notice there's yeah. a UFO falling from the sky, and he becomes like this Silicon Valley like tech giant from yeah. like stolen technology. He advanced human technology by like fifty years in fifty years in ten or whatever. But the, like the, that funny thing about that episode is like the the fucking like idea of like the Captain Future Man. That becomes a homeless guy. Mm. And his like entire cool. thing, his entire evidence of like why he should destroy the Enterprise 
was that he found like a plaque with the Enterprise name on it, and that's yeah. it. That was his yeah, so entire he was like, logic. Okay, so clearly I need to go back in time and kill the Enterprise. Yeah, before and, they blow us up. Yeah, and it's it just completely backfires. Well, silly, crazy homeless person. And then <laughs> I kind of like that that you. The like most a important person. thing. Well, that's when we got the hollow emitter, and the Doctor could finally walk around. Yeah, they had to fucking figure out how to get the Doctor out of his um yeah, well, out like of his he's office. relegated to this set and this is a pain in the ass we need to we want to evolve the character more yeah we need him to like be able to go places the so let's give him a little the best thing character, that he can so they had to like i'm so glad they did it i'm so glad they did it yeah you. yeah they yeah, had to the, remember the last like last doctor episode when he's like writing the hollow novel about his life yeah. on the enterprise on the voyager and he's like just shitting on everybody. It's because they the don't get it. It's because they don't get it. They they're like, oh well, you you in the in your hollow novel, you make it this giant backpack, but uh, it doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, but my whole life is 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 tethered to this one tiny little thing. It's the emotional weight of it. Yeah, exactly. You don't understand my pain. And then that racists. guy goes. And then that fucking guy steals his anyway. and goes, well, if a toaster makes a toast, does he own the copyright yeah. for that toast? And I was like, bitch, that's not the same, you yeah. fucker. The doctor is essentially a toaster. Yeah, exactly. Same works. level of technology. You press a button, mm-hmm. heals your leg. You know, no, it's just like it's it's so ridiculous. But it is like the kind of parallel between Data and you know the Doctor, and he literally have the same sort of thing of like, is Doctor a real person? Is Data a real person? I gotta, you know, I got to be honest. Data is the thing is, I think I do prefer the Doctor to Data. Data is a lovely character, and Brett Spiner is. Giving a good performance as Data, mm-hmm. but Data is too close to being human. Uh, what do you mean? It like, doesn't it doesn't work as well for me because they set up all this stuff, all these moral questions of like, oh, is Data truly human? And it's mm-hmm. like he's he displays too much humanity for those questions to feel valid. Mm-hmm. It's purely just superficial, like, oh, well, he's made of metal, so he can't be. <laughs> Iron Man. That's that's it. But for the Doctor, it feels a lot more like I feel like they actually get properly stuck into the idea that the Doctor does have, um, you know, subroutines, especially with the episode where he has to choose between uh between uh, Harry Kim or the the other lady. Yeah, oh, that's a really good. Episode. He chooses Kim. It's a fantastic episode, but that explores it in a way I think they never really did well with Dea. In that it's it's this is something where it's like it he is completely torn because he made the choice based not on his own programming entirely, based on yeah. familiarity. Yeah, and uh, and all that stuff explores it. I feel like explores the idea of humanity way better than. They, Does they do with they Dea and TNG. Like any sort of stuff like that? Morality like they have the, they have episode. the guy they have the guy it's similar to the holodeck one, I guess, a little bit. Um yeah. or the holo novel one. Yeah. Uh, they have the guy who's like, um yeah, you you need to give me data because I'm gonna take him apart so that I can build build a new data. Yeah, but the thing is that like we're talking about more from data perspective rather than, you know, the world attacking data sort of thing. Because like the one, the Doctor episode with the morality loop back, you know, 
subroutine is uh, is uh, that he makes a choice. Well, that was the thing uh, with data as he well. He makes that, something right. Uh, he that makes was, a choice, and it yeah, that just... was the argument with data as well. Though is that data was choosing, but technically the doctor had every right to just pull data out immediately. But data was saying, "No, I don't want to go with you because you said you don't. You can't guarantee that I'll survive as I am." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the argument was, "Oh well." Is Data technically a piece of machinery owned by Starfleet, or is he his own, like, being with his own agency and stuff? Yeah. Um, his own autonomy, and, and that was the argument. So it was still down to, like, Data's decision. Data even said, like, oh yeah, if you can guarantee that I won't, like, lose myself, I'll gladly do it. Mm, but yeah. if, if, if there's even, like, a, a little, a little hint that I could be, I could die essentially. Mm-hmm. Then I don't want to do it. And Riker is like, I nearly. Won. Riker has to argue. I nearly won. Yeah. He didn't yeah, want to win, but he had to. It's a to good episode. It's a good episode. It's, it's got a good, a really episode. good ending. It's got a really good ending of like Riker like being really like sad about the mm-hmm. entire thing of like I nearly successfully argued for data to be taken away and taken apart basically yeah. you know his, i don't know my own strength yeah <laughs> the strength so of my good. own mind i nearly killed my friend yeah this damn mind of mine <laughs> yeah it's great palace yeah but i think they did i feel like they did a uh overall a better job exploring that stuff with data look the voyager ain't a great show but i mean doctor um but the doctor is one of the best characters they've had in any of these shows. Hands yeah. down. It's just so weird. He's such an outlier when it comes to, like, like, the, like he gets so many really good stories in the entire series. Great, you great know? performances, great yeah. storylines, uh, funny, very funny character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, they, they explore him really well. He's, he's, he's nuanced, you know? Yeah. Exactly. He's, he's got a lot of depth. He's supposed to be essentially the most shallow character on the show because he's yeah. just a computer program. But at the same time, he's well, the one that uh, expresses the most depth of character. Yeah. So you know, can't 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 help can't help it. Data's great. Love Brett Spiner. Good performance. He's a lovely guy. He's got a cat. But the <laughs> doctor had an iguana. A little bit. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, that iguana. Did it, like talk at some point? Did it talk? No, was it not? No, it was. It was. Uh... Oh no, it was the original. The, his creator that had the iguana talking. Oh iguana. yeah, yeah, yeah. The talking it iguana was and the photon, fly. Photon. Yeah, and the fly that was like just there to annoy people. That mm-hmm, was pretty mm-hmm. funny. That's what I was uh... thinking of. Um. Yeah. No doctors. Easily top five. Look, here's the thing. I feel like I want to mention it now. Top five characters for me across the shows that we've watched. Yeah. Gotta be uh, Cisco. Mm hmm. O'Brien. Mm hmm. Rom. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. The Doctor and. and uh... <laughs> yeah. And Goldacat. Goldacat just. <laughs> <laughs> the entire cast of DS9. That's the thing. Doctor. It's like I was thinking about it. And it's like, oh, but I do also like. I do also like you know. Uh, uh, I do also like Bashir and Garrick and Jedzia and Kira and stuff. Obviously, I love it. And and Odo and Quark. 
but it's like, and I feel like it's got a big old cat. Yeah, my fave top ten character and top five characters yeah, yeah, is yeah. number one is whenever Riker gets put into like a holodeck or something. Okay, that's my favorite character. It's Goblin Riker. That's oh, what Goblin Riker. What, the, Goblin. You mean the one where they thought that he he killed that guy <laughs> and, and then sexually tried to assault assault that woman? Woman, yeah. No, um, it's just and, like in and general, within that whenever... guy's version of the of the story, Riker is like, mm, "Oh, your woman's beautiful. I want her." <laughs> Yeah, I want your that's... machine and your woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that's my favorite. Goblin character. Rank is good, yeah. And it's of the rest of them are also Goblin. Rank. Yeah, it's for just five different instances of Goblin Riker. <laughs> Goblin that's Riker. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I like Goblin Riker too. You know what? Scratch Cisco. It's Goblin Riker. <laughs> Goblin Riker. Sorry, Cisco. You're out of it. Sorry, Avery Brooks. <laughs> it is weird. Uh, Riker does get uh, like whenever he gets like put in a program or something, he's always like the worst version of himself. So that's why he's a Goblin mm-hmm. Riker. Um, what else can we talk about? Hmm? <laughs> you know, an episode's over when you go. Uh, anyway, uh, pff, I don't know what else? Uh... No, we can just have to find a topic. We'll cut this out. I don't know. Can... <laughs> Drawn your anyway, uh, uh, so how about that? Uh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I said talking about Chakotay about? and stuff. We didn't. We, we didn't talked talk about Chakotay. We talked about Chakotay for like um, um, as thirty we moved seconds on from Chakotay, and then moved on immediately from Chakotay. We've se- Just, we we segued away from Chakotay. What do you think? Would you like to have a spirit box like Chakotay had? Like his... spirit box? Yeah, was it called the spirit box? We're bringing right? it back to Chakotay. We didn't cover enough anyway. Would you yeah. want a spirit box? Would you like to spirit? Would you like to have a spirit box? Let's ben? explore the topic of Chakotay more. Ben, would you want a spirit box? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not real Native American like thing, right? It's yeah. just made um, up. Would I want a spirit box? I don't know. What does what it do for me? What would your spirit animal be? What was oh I what if my spirit animal? Yeah. Wow, my spirit animal would probably be like a tiger. <laughs> oh shit! Mine my, would be it, either a tiger or like probably like a tiger or like a sensitive elephant. <laughs> Sens- specifically a sensitive ele- elephant. Specifically a sensitive elephant. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I I think yeah. one of my uh, my spirit animal would be Porthos from <laughs> Star Trek mm. Enterprise, mm. Uh, specifically mm. the Porthos that's like the stuffed animal they have in that vat when they do the brain operation on him. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> my dying. spirit animal. He got, they got a disease on the planet. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. He gets uh, and he uh, what's he called? Uh, Scott Bakula is all like. I hate them. <laughs> they should have. I want to kill them. They killed my dog. They nearly killed I'm my gonna dog. I'm going to blow up their planet. They killed my dog. Yeah, I I know what Riker, uh, not Riker, uh, Archer feels like. And my dog recently was a bit sick, and I was like, yeah. I, I got to punch somebody. I have to know? kill somebody. Yeah, there was nothing really. There isn't like a cause, right? There isn't a person that you're caused like, it. But I gotta, yeah. I gotta do violence onto. So someone. what you're saying yeah. is you're like. Liam Neeson. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. I am like new You just person. had to go out and find a, a specific oh. type of individual. Oh, no. You didn't care who. I really need to find a Cardassian somewhere on the street. Or... A big Cardassian bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I want to mention right at the end since we're on the topic of uh, of Enterprise. Yes, easily best costume in any show, Ferengi in Enterprise. Oh yeah, the big coat that Neelix plays. The one who's plays. played by the Neelix's actor. Yeah. Oh that yeah, that guy's they, they, fucking costume is they, so sick. They rework the noodle. They make it a whip. Which is yeah. like well, I think more... it was always supposed to be a whip. They just like didn't. They didn't have a, a great budget in the first couple of seasons. Of yeah, yeah. But it was like genuinely like uh, intimidating, you know, weapon. Yeah. You know, not a fucking yeah. pool noodle that they swing at you in their spandex. You know, like yeah. that. Yeah. That was a tough one. You know, but that's a goddamn that, that jacket and stuff that he has. He's so. It's fucking sick looking. Yeah, there's like a couple of like really good like outfits. Like that one is good. There's like that one uh, TNG episode where Worf puts on like the captain like you know Klingon captain. Oh, the Klingon cult. captain suit and is good. Yeah, the Klingon on, like, and stuff. Captain it's, outfit is good. Yeah, it's, it's fucking cool awesome. What else? What other cool outfits are there? And obviously, uh, you got Picard's. Captain's jacket. Captain's jacket. What is it with course. captain's jackets and just being fucking awesome? So yeah. cool. I know the captain's uh, jacket. <laughs> captain's jacket. Uh, what else is there? What other cool stuff do we get? We got that um, Jake uh, from DS Nine wearing Jake those was like wearing some pretty cool nineties uh, like yeah. collared turtlenecks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's drip right there, too. You looked know? pretty good, looked pretty good. Odo? Odo's got drip? Eh. <laughs> he just wears a lot of, like, neutral tone, like... Yeah. The normal clothes. Yeah, no, he doesn't wear them. It is him, right? They is are he? him, too, yeah. It's not, they're not clothes he's wearing. <laughs> no! True. You know who's got drip? It's, uh... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Odo and Curzon combined. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, wait a minute, on, let me just change it. And he just got like this college shirt on. You know stuff. who had drip? Yeah. Pre-Starfleet Nog. <laughs> Similar to Jake, he also had kind of that 90s flair. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, Looked fuck. good. Looked good. Uh, Jesus. But he was like a little shit kid at that point. So. He was. He was. He couldn't he was read. Like yeah, he didn't know how to read. He didn't need to read because he was he didn't need <laughs> He just needed I... to. He just needed to know how to count. Yeah. Them. It's just kind of weird, which is like I would imagine that reading would be pretty useful in doing business. You know? No, because it was like he was Rom's child, so Quark like hindered them. He didn't yeah. want them getting too smart. Yeah, he did. But Rom was like, I'm a genius. I'm a really good engineer. Uh, I love fixing things. I, I love subroutines. <laughs> I hate yeah. being a Ferengi. I want to be stuff. I want to work on engineering stuff. I want a Bajoran wife. <laughs> he does have a Bajoran wife. That's good. A Bajoran loyal wife. Bajoran wife. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah, she was. Uh, 
She was Bashir's girlfriend. <laughs> she was for a little bit, but then they went to Ryza to Is break right? up, to have one last, like, over-the-top sexual escapade yeah. before before parting ways. And then Bashir looked at Rom, like, sweeping her away. He's like, mm. God damn it. Oh, I got fucked. I got, got fucking... <laughs> Showed up by a Ferengi. All I have is these freaks now. <laughs> now all I, I have, have is these fucking, fucking genetically engineered freaks. Yeah. God damn it. They, Maybe they, I can there, fix there one of them. There was the sexual deviant one in there, right? Yeah, the one who was constantly trying to fuck everybody. Yeah. And she was always, like, draped over a bench going like, Oh, Bashir. Yeah. Oh, I'm so smart. Yeah, there was uh she kind of reminds me of Vulture's daughter from Roadside Picnic, kind of. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I get you, I get you. It's if whoever read that book, it's a good book. I the, recommend the, the... it. I think it jokes. <laughs> You've no, read it book. and you're like, You're pretty good. Yeah, it's a good book, yeah, it's a good book. Um yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, sure, I get that Vulture's daughter. Um the like the the the, the genetically engineered, like most attractive woman. Yeah, exactly. Who is yeah. like lacking in all personality otherwise yeah yeah exactly it is pretty like i was i always draw like equal sign between these two characters as in yeah i I don't know i don't think it might have been a direct inspiration but like they're very and if you think about it red is kind of like the big guy patrick and because he's always crying (laughs) he's always crying he's always crying i don't think Red is the guy who's like, I am a, a stalker. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm stalker. I'm going in. I'm going to get the wishmaker. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get the wishmaker. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you go first. You go first. Yeah. There's no, no nothing wrong there. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. <laughs> and then he gets You're crushed by the spoil grinder. The book. Eh. Oh, our viewers are going to go out and going to run and in, run into the into the local libraries to rent it. You have had fifty years to read this book. <laughs> No, you've Russian had, literature isn't that popular. Okay. You've had your entire lives to... This is arguably one of the most popular pieces of Russian literature. Come on. Uh, Roadside Picnic? Isn't like... Uh, uh, I'm not saying uh, the most, but definitely one of. What is it called? Ah, fuck. It made... It, it spawned Stalker, which is one of, the, one of the most influential movies ever. Yeah. Which then spawned the stalker game which is fine it's okay <laughs> all right it's just, you know. yeah but yeah it, it does it is weird how like you get like this one like especially like when it comes to video games and stuff yeah. uh they have like this one cultural anchor right mm-hmm. that like the rest of the world sees them right through so yeah. like you have specifically you know the thing is that Stalker is technically set in Ukraine, which is, yeah. you know, because the Chernobyl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's more, it's it's kind of well, the definition the of game, East, yeah. the game, the game, so yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> the book is based in Canada. <laughs> the book is based in Canada and the movie is uh, came out before the Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, you know, you have like these one cultural like piece of media yeah that the rest of the world sees that, like, culture through, right? So you see, like, the stalker, and you see, like, the Eastern European hellscape, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, like, specifically, let's say, like, Poland, you see the Witcher series, you know, that blew up, and that's basically what people kind of... That's the thing, it's not... 
is a bit different because Stalker is a bit modern, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it's like this sci-fi fantasy world, right? Mm-hmm. But it ha- does have like the modern world aesthetic, right? But you have The Witcher and it's like more folklore and it's just pure fantasy sort of thing. But that's basically what people mostly associate with Poland nowadays. It's like, oh, this is where, you know, the writer of The Witcher and like CD Projekt is from, you know? Yeah. And it is interesting how that works and then how we're not talking about Star Trek right now. And that's why Star Trek, the uh, symbol of white-centric socialist futurism, <laughs> uh, is perfect representation of America. Yes. Because it's everything they wish their life could be and isn't. Whoa. You just called out the entirety of the USA. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I went there. You're brave. I went there. You're way more brave than me. I'm something of a I'm something of a political commentator, you know. Especially if your last episodes claim that uh, Ferengi's are not anti-Semitic. What can I say? I'm um, you know, I'm kind of a genius, really. <laughs> so you're kind of a freak, aren't I'm you? I'm kind of a freak genius. <laughs> All right, and to well, end that, uh, you know. Rest in peace, Grimulak. Thank you for listening. Uh, this episode t- was dedicated to him and his Rip. lovely work on, on our show up until now. Yeah, on this one episode of of the previous episode, I think. No, we had him in earlier ones. I just oh, never yeah. told you about it. <laughs> so really he was editing the, editing the editing the uh, like the files, not you. Yeah. He wasn't editing the previous episode. I like kick the side of the cupboard he's in and I say, Go! Do it! And then he <laughs> sprinkled some fish food in there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's a tiny, tiny mouth. Um, but yeah, that's uh, Dead Ensigns. Thank you for listening. Thank um, you. If you'd like to share the podcast, that's greatly appreciated. You know, tell um, your friends and family. Go to your <laughs> uh, your grandparents. Say a, a peepaw, me more. I just listened to the most wonderful tastic podcast I ever did here. Yeah, also go it's to your dad, Star Trek. who probably introduced you to Star Trek when you were younger. Go to your dad. Just, it's yeah. fu- purely fueled by nostalgia for you, the love of Star mm-hmm, Trek. Mm-hmm. The bond with your dad through your mutual love of the Dead Ensigns podcast. Before, before he died in that accident. <laughs> go oh. to his grave and <laughs> his grave and listen to our podcast. Go to his grave, put a laptop down, and then uh, hit hit the most recent episode, put it on loop. Let's get those plays up. (laughs) Come on, I bet your dad would have wanted (laughs) Trust us. Please. Um, Yeah. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, Dead Ensigns. Uh, Email us, deadensigns at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Want to talk about what do you think about... uh, What did we talk about this episode? I've already forgotten. We've talked about... uh... What do you, who do you think has the best drip in Star Trek? Question of the week. <laughs> Question of the week. Best best outfit in all of Star Trek. Hit us up. Let us know if if anybody actually sends us something. We'll talk about it. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's the end. Thanks all right. for listening. Thank you. Bye. It's shorted out, sir. We're going to have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better than... I can't, sir. We don't want to... That's enough. But, sir... Stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through.
You're alive. Good. 